It's show 73 of the Rim Pro Report. Today, we have a conversation with Renee Keener. Plus, we'll catch you up on all the latest industry news. This show is sponsored by our good friends at O'Neill Software. They are that software company that has been providing the RIM industry with leading management software for over 30 years. They continue to do so with innovative new offerings that integrate your record center directly to third-party document management software. That's cool stuff. And if you're interested, you can learn more at O'NeillSoft.com. Well, let's get your motor running and get you out on the highway. Here we go. Welcome to the Rim 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 Pro Reports, the one and only weekly broadcast for the Rim Support Services industry. Bustling with news, views, here's what I believe, and the latest updates. That's just them. The show is full of interesting information, stories, yes, important product and service reviews, yes, and a cast of industry characters included. Yes. <laughs> Record center operators, shred and destruction vendors, media and electronic vaulters, scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now, here's your host, Tom Adams. Yep, it's me, and we're back, and well, we're all here. Seems like the snow is finally falling for many across North America. Even the southern climbs are experiencing some chill in the air. Winter is settling into the North American hemisphere, while our rim colleagues in the southern hemisphere are beginning to heat up. I hope whatever temperature you are experiencing in your neck of the woods, you're already having a great January. 2012 is going to be a great year. Today, I'm excited to talk to Renee Keener of American Document Securities. American Document Securities is located just west of Atlanta, Georgia in Carrollton, to be exact. Renee is well known to many in the industry, so I wanted to get a chance to learn more about her business and what it is she does. Renee has been an active participant in both NAID and PRISM. In fact, I think she was a NAID board member for a couple of years just a couple of years ago. Along with her business, she also offers an experience-type learning program at her company for those wishing to get some hands-on learning. So I'm going to talk to her about that as well. All very interesting stuff. But before we get to her, let's catch you up on the latest industry news. So, a cast of private equity firms are now in the dance for recall, and that number seems to be finalized. Looks like all of them are equity firms. Carlisle Group, which I mentioned last week, Apollo Global Management, but the two latest entrants are Thomas H. Lee Partners and Onyx Corporation, all of them in the hunt. So the next few weeks is all about due diligence, and we'll be watching as this one unfolds. Access information management has been on a tear since the start of the new year. Let's start with the first, uh, a significant hire they've just made. Access has just announced the hiring of Nate Campbell to their management team. Nate is the former global director of sales with Recall Corporation. So congrats to Access and to Nate on this transition. Now, the Nate Campbell hiring has created an interesting challenge on the PRISM board. Or it's a change, actually. Only one member representative can serve on the board from any one company. Thus, Access now had two with Rob Alston, its CEO, also serving on the board of PRISM. 
In an announcement yesterday, Jim Teske, the new reigning president of PRISM, announced that Alston had resigned from the board, leaving a new opening. So, under the bylaws of PRISM, Teske must appoint a successor to the board, and in his announcement yesterday, he announced the appointment of Sean Stevens of Cornerstone. Sean's been on the show before, well-known in the industry, a uh, great guy. So, wow, congrats to Sean, to PRISM to Nate for staying on the board, to Rob for getting off the board. It's lots of interesting stuff going on there. And to Jim for holding it all together in the middle of it all. All right, back to access information management. Not only a significant hire announcement, but a couple of new acquisitions to announce as well in the last week or so. The first is Record Retention Services in Montgomery, Alabama. So congrats to Andrew Garner on the sale of his business. Uh, the second big announcement is a Washington Archives Management as Access's latest acquisition there in the Seattle area. So congrats to Mark Nobert on the sale and to Access on these two latest acquisitions. Lest you think the buying is done, Retrievex is back in the news. They too have announced a uh, most recent acquisition. This time it's Assured Records in Florida. So congratulations to Jessica Locke on the sale of her business to Retrievex. Wow. What a week. Another week of roll-ups, uh, but uh, that's all I know about. There's probably more in the uh, in the pipeline that are about to happen, but that's all I could figure out this week. So if you have anything you want to share, any new acquisitions that are you're making in your business, let me know. I'd love to share them on the group. So I'm going to go get Renee Keener on the line. Hang on tight so we can get to her. <laughs> Renee Keener is founder and president of American Document Securities in Carrollton, Georgia, which is just outside of Atlanta. I am really pleased to have Renee on the show today. Renee, are you there? I am. Hi, Tom. Hey, welcome to the RIMPRO Report. It's nice to have you here. As we begin today, I'd like to hear your story. Tell me, how did you get into this crazy business? Wow. Um, well, we, my company, I, I was in business before, not in this records management business, but um, we were looking for a diversity, and I had a friend of mine, he was a broker friend up in Indiana, and he said, Renee, you know, you really ought to get into the shredding and sword business, and I said, really, what's that? And um, he proceeded to explain it to me, that it was doing well, it was a sound industry, Yeah. and so I did, I looked it up and, and did some research, and at that time, you know, a decade ago or more, it uh, was a little harder to do. Uh, the research now than today, but uh, yeah, that's how we got into it. So you had, uh, I was reading through your website, and I noticed you you kind of came into being at, at a unique time. September 11th, 20, 2001 was our first day. Really? And, uh, it was a, a quite a morning, because as everyone in America remembers this very moment that it happened and where they were, I was in my conference room discussing a lot of things with uh, my CPAs. and uh, The next minute I know, my sister calls, and it's strange that she called, and she said, Renee, you got to get to television or go to your website, you know, go to the uh, web and look. She said, the towers are burning. And oh. so from that point on, it was quite different. And then we really hadn't settled on a name 
you know, we were in business. We had already started the process of, of, of uh, incorporating and things like that, but we decided to put American in part of our name because of that very reason. So it was quite a unique day. So obviously the the start of your business on 9-11 uh, had an impact on your name. Did it have an impact on kind of the way you decided to do business or was was there something unique about that first day that changed the way that business unfolded? Oh, most definitely. The, the first day was just dramatic and traumatic. And I, I remember for weeks sitting in front of the television and crying and being, you know, the, the patriotism that I felt was quite enormous. And so did everyone else. Right. Uh, when I introduced myself and my company, uh, then it, it became a website thing from there, but yes, it, it did kind of twist it into to something else, of course. Uh, that was a, a very big day. Uh, American still, I have fly the American flag out in front of my building still today. Wow. So tell me a little bit about the business. Tell me about the, the holistic part of the business. So I kind of have a sense of where you started, but where are you today? What's your business look like today? Well, we are a uh, records management business. We shred confidential documents we store for the same companies generally we also media evolved and we image so we've got four good parts of our business that um, is going today that that seems to be growing as well so it's you're a full service record center but you're when you started back in the early days did you start as 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 a comprehensive business or did you start sort of purely in shred or were you everything right off the bat no, we started off in the shredding side, okay. and actually when I started, I, I basically was a, a one-woman show just about. I, the funny part was uh, I'm a farm girl. I have a farm at home, so I'm used to driving tractors and big trucks and things like that. So wow. I had ended up with a couple of uh, employees that were grandfathered in from the company we had before, and uh, bless their hearts, one was too short to reach the clutch in the truck, and the other one couldn't drive a straight shift. So I was the one elected to drive the truck, uh, the thread truck around, and they helped me. So it was quite a, a, a hands-on experience for me. Uh, wow. So yes, we started just in the shredding business. And then the, the, the storage fell in our lap, literally, um, because it's such a great marriage. Right, um, right. When companies need their stuff to be stored, they would like to be able to shred it in the same spot. And so it did fall in our lap. And of course, the rest came along with it as well. It just, it's all a good marriage. Yeah. It's all, we're all in the same pot, so it works well. Yeah. No, that's great. So you've been at this uh, since, uh, well, 10 years, you said, right? Roughly? Yeah. Yeah. Working on our 11th. Wow. Tell me what have been the best parts of this journey in your business, in this particular business, in American Document Securities. What have been some of the real highlights or best parts of it for you? Watching it grow, Tom, has been the, the best. Making the customers happy, the relationships and the involvements in the community that I have gotten into that I don't know if I would have ever experienced before. I have clients that, that come up to me at lunchtime in, in the city that I live in and say, Renee, you've got a great team. Renee, I just did this, and they did that, and great. They'll pat me on the back, and, you know, I love it. And and I've joined, you know, chambers. I'm committee of this and chair of that. 
and rotary and involvement in the community has been my favorite part. But watching the company grow, I think, has been the best part of this journey. Yeah, it's kind of like a baby that you take under your wing and, and you know, you, you take it to a point where you feel like it, it has legs of its own. I, I can only imagine watching you back in the day uh, driving the, the shred truck. What a wonderful what a wonderful time that is, but it's also a wonderful time to get where you are today as well. So where have you experienced struggles along the way? What, what have been sort of the, the heavy times or the hard things to face and deal with, and what are the frustrations that come? Well, a lot of times, um, just in the simple side of the business, is, is um, I would say employees have been uh, a hard thing for me to, to try to find the correct and the right type of employee. That, right. Um, you know, you have to be drug tested. You have to be fingerprinted. My business, I require an FBI background check, um, and, and it amazes me to this day as to how hard that is. And of course, competition always has been a, an issue. Yeah, um, you know, in in the struggles, and, and that's been too. I I have been blessed with you know not too many of those struggles, but thank goodness that's been the case. But but it it always is, especially when we're on the security side, and as you said, when you take that elevated position of, of demanding that your staff be the elite kind of staff that we need in this industry to both, not just to comply, but to be excellent – um, it's it's hard, especially when you know at at drivers' rates sometimes and warehouse rates. Those the the kind of pay that that we you know seems appropriate. It's hard to sometimes find the people you need and the right team. Um, that's right. That's right. And I, I've you know since the economy has been so hard lately, uh, it's been very difficult to um, to get the the customers away from price. That's right. been a very difficult part. Uh, they don't want to listen to, you know, that you're AAA certified, that you are, you know, doing everything possible to ensure uh, the safety of the document. Right. They're they're more listening to the price, and that's been the hardest. I, I think if you could name anything that's been the hardest part, that has been it. Right, to, to figure out a way to not have to compete on price alone. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And actually win those battles. And win the battle. And right. it, it has been hard. I have been successful, I've, uh, but it, it has been hard. I've had a lot of the, the big companies to come back and, and, and offer ridiculous prices to my regular customers. And, and actually, they know and love me so much, they'll call me back. And I don't mean that. I mean that very humbly. But they'll call me and say, Renee, you have done an excellent job. We don't understand this. Explain this to and so when I get a chance to do that, I, I keep the customer generally. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and sometimes that's what it takes, but it takes the relationship you've spent 10 years building to, to get those calls ultimately. Correct. It yeah. does. And that's the, the whole point of building that relationship with the customer and keeping it that way. And they understand they are getting everything for the dollar they spend. Right. I noticed as I looked through your website that you do something called an experience, and it seems uh, it seems different than all the services you offer, like shredding and record storage. You provide what's called a shred experience and a record storage uh, opportunity. It seems like a training program of some kind. Tell me a little bit more about that. 
Yeah, it's a great little thing. I had, um, when I first started uh, into the business, uh, about a year afterwards, the Allegheny uh, Paper Shredders yeah. called me and, and wanted to do a little number on me, a little uh, article. And when they did, I started getting calls from all over the country, people asking me, how did you do this? What do you charge for that? What do you do here? What do you do there? To the point of I couldn't take the phone calls. <laughs> I was so busy, you know, driving the truck and, right. and doing all that till I couldn't, I couldn't take phone calls. So we decided to bring people to their, our facility and teach them. And that has been the most rewarding thing so far I have done. Uh, I've got friends all over the country and out of the country. I've had international clients as well. And uh, we bring them in. We show them my facility. We show them, uh, you know, what we do and how we do it. And it's the basics of it. So they really get to touch it, feel it, uh, experience a real live working business. And and, uh, 99% of them are extremely happy when they leave. They come in with one idea of what they want to do and they leave with another. So generally, is this people who are thinking about getting into the business? Yeah, generally it's new entrepreneurs. I have a uh, plethora of people that have come to me from all walks of the journey in business. They have, I've had a couple that were that came from uh, Louisiana um, after the hurricane, right? And uh, they needed a new, bright, different way of doing things. And uh, I've had a lot of people send salespeople to me teach them sales in this area and, and so it's been really a thrill really has well that, that's that's really cool because it seems to me like when you get to experience it especially uh, especially coming from the perspective of thinking about this industry um, potentially wanting to get involved in it or being brand new to it to come and actually see an operation that's fully functional that's got all moving parts where you actually get to see a shredder work and a, a you know, do, so do people come and actually go out on a truck route or a, a delivery route with your drivers and things like that? Yes, they can. Uh, they have to schedule it ahead of time, of course. And, right. And what we do is we, we do ask our customers if we can do this, and they give us permission to do that. And we just work up a sort of a mock route for them to, to join us on. And oh, okay. I join them, and then uh, one of my plant managers joins them, and we explain every step and what we do and why we do it. Uh, it's very basic, and in in it's, it's everybody, as I said, that's taken has been great. But we also do a, a storage workshop. It's a one-day thing that um, we fill their brains with all the new stuff that uh, they need to have to, to do the storage industry as well. So everything is here that they can see as it's here, and they get to run my shredder. They get to do, you know, some things like that. They get to see how we work um, if we have a breakdown, for instance, which is not very often in Atlanta, they get to see how we react to that. Yeah. They get to, you know, feel it. So it's, it's pretty cool. That That is very cool. It's such a, a different way of looking at it. So much of education tends to be uh, really related to knowledge, you know, sort of dumping of knowledge from an educator to a teacher and I know I do I do that myself I spend a lot of time educating but the experience element of it makes it so cool I, I, I think it's such a great idea and it sounds like it's it's the kind of thing that really delivers a lot of powerful result for the people who attend well you know as well as I do when you're trying to tell someone something even if you have a video of it you 
still, you have to see it, actually touch it, really, to, to, to make, you know, make the point. I have, for example, I have a, a set of cutters that uh, I had to replace on my, my shredder that I, I kept and I saved it. And uh, it's very intricate detail that I teach my, my clients that, you know, be careful with the cutter that you're looking at. So I take the cutters and I show them the difference. And there's some that you can see the cracks and the uh, things in them that made us have to remove them. And then they look at the one and it looks brand new. And I take a, uh, you know, a, a hammer or something and hit it and the sound is different. Hmm. And so they realize that this detail is a very big detail that they have to understand uh, that you can't see sometimes in a used piece of equipment if they're looking for it. Right. So those kind of things are the details that we go into. Oh, that's very cool. That is yeah. very cool. So you said this is some of the best, uh, most uh, fulfilling part of what you do. Why, why is that? Well, you, you, it's just you love – I've been teaching since it, anything mostly since I was a 12-year-old. I've taught dogs uh, tricks all my life. I've, I've trained horses for a living. Uh, and teaching people is so much more rewarding, and it's, it's such a wonderful thing to see the light bulb come on. Right. To see it say, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I hadn't thought about it that way. It's very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 great. You've been at this 10 years, and uh, you're doing some interesting stuff that, that is beyond just running a business. Uh, you're now teaching other people. You're giving them a chance to kind of... Look! Look at the um, at the reality of what a a rim business is all about, and people show up and and you know get the experience. But obviously, when you've been at it ten years, some things have you've learned along the way uh, have become really important to you. So, if you could go back to yourself on that first day that your business started on nine eleven, when the world kind of came to a stop, and you're trying to start a business, uh, not knowing what was ahead of you, but if you could go back now, what advice would you give Renee in that boardroom that day as she prepared to launch this business that she was about to go into? What kind of advice would you give her? What kind of uh, wisdom would you partake? Oh, there's no question. I've had that question asked of me several times by my my clients because they want to know the same thing. And it's a hands-down thing. I When I started my business, I was everything. I wore 12 hats. And um, I sold it, I advertised it, I, uh, you know, did it, every, did all of it, and which, um, you know, I don't know if I would change then. But the one thing I would change that I did not do soon enough was hire salespeople. Hmm. I did not hire enough a salesperson until you know I was years into the business, um, and I would love to if I had that opportunity to go back. But I would hire. I would hire more salespeople. That would be the hands-down thing I would change. Really? Hands-down. It, it, it was a decision I wish I could have made. Uh, I didn't think I had the money, but when you, when you look back at it, uh, you could have made more had you been able to train someone in the business and them being out more than you, than you could be out. And that's, that was my situation. I didn't have a whole lot of help. I, of course, I had a partner, but he lives in Texas, so I didn't have that. Some people that come to me have two or three partners when they come, and they're able to do that. Right. But to have a, a, a dedicated salesperson to sell the business and services would be the one biggest thing I would change. Hmm. 
very interesting because that that is a um, that's a difficult one. It, it, in so many cases, it's easy to hire operations people. It's easy to hire. Yeah. Uh, you know, those those people come easily, but from your perspective, it would have really transformed or at least significantly increased the the speed with which you grew the business. Is that what you're there saying? There you go. Yes, it is. It, it would have it catapulted me into a, a different, you know, uh, sales number had I been able to do it. I, I would have gone back and um, today I'm in the middle of hiring another salesperson right now. So I'm, uh, you know, I believe in it. So it's and it's surprising that a lot of my clients that come here are saying the same thing. Are you sure, Renee? You know, I, I don't know if I have the money, but it really is something that um, I believe in because the more people you have working on that, the better off you are. And that's that's one thing, the biggest thing I would have changed. You have a uh, passion for dogs. I do. Because uh, there's there's a dog. Uh, I think his name's Kiefer. Sort of uh, all over your. Uh, all over your website, and I've I've heard about this dog. So, how has the dog changed your business? It has been an amazing thing to post him on the the website. I have had more people to ask me about the dog than anything else. I had a client. Uh, I won't name them, but they're a very large international company all over the United States, and they're in the food service industry and. Uh, it actually is what made him call us. Really? You know, there's 60% of people in the United States that own a dog. So the love of the dog is there. So it catches the attention, which is the marketing rule anyway. And when Nathan called, he said, you know, I want to talk to the owner and, and hear about her dog. And he, you know, we did the negotiations. It was a wonderful relationship, still is. And he said, well, we want to come when we sign and we want and play with Kiefer. That's hilarious. So it, it's been quite uh, quite an experience for us, yes. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. It really, to me, it is a element of the personality of a, of a company when you're willing to expose those kind of things. Because what, what I have learned over the years is that people are attracted to the things that we don't tend to think they are attracted to, which are the right. dogs and our personalities and who we are and uh, they, I, and at the end of the day, I don't think a whole lot of people care about our business that much and our prospects don't, it's something they have to deal with. It's something they have to do. And thus the relationship becomes the driver in the long run. And those, those extra elements like the dog become such a cool extra in, in your marketing approach. Well, I've had them comment. If you look, if you're a dog lover, you know, you've got, you, you must be a good person. I mean, quote. I mean, that's, that's the thing that I've heard. Wow. And it's been uh, quite a marketing thing for us. We, uh, if everybody comes in that drops off shred just from the street, they see the dog and it, think it's so cool. That's... They just love it. And it's, um, but a lot of people notice Keeper's mug on the, on the website, for yeah, sure. That's cool. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, you sharing your story and sharing some of the, the things uh, that you've learned along the way. But before I let you go, there's a couple of other things I'm always interested in. And, and one of them is if you had a day to do anything you wanted, you didn't have to go to work, uh, you didn't have to manage the business, and you could just do anything you wanted, a completely free day, what would you do? Huh. Well, I'd probably take Kiefer, and we would go to a local park here close by, and it's by a river that's 
Chattahoochee River down here in Georgia and take a stroll. It would, you know, because down here in the south we've got some beautiful days, and and that would be hands up. That would be that would be a perfect day for me. Way down yonder by the Chattahoochee, <laughs> I think there's a song there. It uh, is. That, that might be worth writing someday. <laughs> a final question: If you could have lunch with anyone you've never met but incredibly admire and uh, have longed to meet and interact with and learn from, who would that be and why? Oh, well, it's Billy Graham Billy would Graham. be my choice. Wow. I know that sounds kind of boring, but I, I have followed Billy Graham most of my life and would love to sit and listen to just some accountings of his life because he has been an amazing influence uh, in the United States as well, and, and, and with several presidents uh, over the tons of years, he's been an evangelist. So uh, he would be the one I would I would love to, to sit down and have lunch with. That's very cool. Wonderful response. Well, Renee, I appreciate your work in the industry. I know you were involved in the board of Nate. I know you're actively involved in helping people get better at what they do. And I, I'm really grateful for the chance to share this conversation with you. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And thank you again so much for choosing to spend time talking about it and sharing it with our audience. Same here, Tom. Thanks so much. have it another great interview it was great to catch up with renee keener and hear what she's doing and what she's done and her perspective on things so thank you renee and thank you for being here with us on the show today i hope as it is every week that you find interest that you find value and you get something from these interviews we do every week i, I think what's so cool about talking to people in the industry is hearing their stories hearing what they're learning hearing what they're doing and hopefully as a result you gain something of significant value this show is sponsored by our good friends at o'neill software they're all about innovative development, but more than that, service, experience, and coverage all around the world. You need to get to know them if you don't already, and you can see more, learn more, and experience more at O'NeillSoft.com. Well, that's it for us. Have yourself a great week. We are out of here. Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com, where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.